Revival. It's a very common word amongst veteran kid men leaders. But is that the case among the young, new, and upcoming kid men leaders? Is revival a word or a term that we still use today? Or has it just become an old, outdated word? Hi, I'm Randy from S&D Kid Men Podcast, and this is the Revival Monologue. Revival. It seems that it has become a worn-out word among the Christian community, but remains a lifeline to a select few. And in a way, it's almost kind of taboo for some reason or other. To many, it's an old and outdated word that's hardly used anymore. But with a society that has so many misdirections from religion itself, partnered with the fact that church life has changed so dramatically the last few years, many become puzzled at the mention of the word, not knowing what it really means. Let's admit it. The church really abused the word, especially back in the 1970s and 1990s. As the decades went by, as far as me anyway, it seemed we kept feeling the loss of the effectiveness of the word itself, even though revival was still going in many churches across the country. We were reacting to the proclamation of an upcoming revival without knowing why we were doing it. It's probably because there was no other word to fall back on. I mean, back then, when we heard of a revival and seeing that it was scheduled, we simply focused all of our attention on that series of special services and nothing else. In that day, when you printed flyers and banners with revival on it, you normally got a crowd and gained some interest from the public and other church members. That draw was a sign to the saints that the church was growing. In some cases, yes, but not all. I perceived that we became dependent upon the revival word like a spiritual drug of sorts. For some reason, we weren't really connecting with something or other. I felt as if announcing a revival ended up being a snake oil for us. Now, I'm in no way denying that revivals back then were not productive and real because most of them were. However, I will branch out and say this. I believe many went beyond the true revival season and plagiarized it on it for some time thereafter. Let's be reasonable. Revival serves a specific purpose within a season of our lives. It was never designed to be some spiritual energetic power pill that we could dump out of a bottle and take whenever we wanted just because we felt spiritually sluggish. It seems to me we treated revival services as the five-hour energy drink. I think many of us may have abused it when the revival season was actually over. I'm talking a national or even a global revival. We rolled off its coattails long enough and it was time for the church to man up and learn to walk the line and live right without being dependent on a series of long nights, owl running, shouting, crying, praying through, the list goes on. We were dependent on one revival, and then to the next, and then to the next. Here's where the problem was at. We found no spiritual substance between revival services, therefore making ourselves dependent on those long weeks of nightly events. That's why I said revival has become like a spiritual drug. The same issue caused society to turn from us. The sinner could see right through us and tell what was going on, that we were dependent upon these revival services. If we didn't have that, then we seemed to fall apart after a while because we was on a spiritual high all the time. It was an era where we became dependent upon revivals and not on God. Now ask yourself this. When was the last time you heard the word revival mentioned in your kid ministry, let alone your church? When's the last time you heard it talked about or even announced? In most of the newer congregations, it's possible you haven't heard it in a while or as much. In smaller, more ultra-conservative fellowships, it's most likely still an ongoing thing amongst themselves. 
I personally think the word went into hiding on its own because it really wasn't doing what it's called to do, and that's revive. Revival was so common back then, it became the norm. When that happens, people lose interest in it. It lost its pop and its fizzle. Not because God was wore out, but he probably was done with it himself and was trying to tell us something. Saying the word now just drops the floor, doesn't it? Or is it just me? I mean, you talk about revival, people just seem to, like, what are you talking about? You may know exactly what I mean by this, and it's probably true in many cases. It was no longer a revival. It was a series of services to get attraction or spotlight for a certain church because they had a big-name speaker coming in. It was like, hey, look at us. We've got God over here, too, because we have a revival service just like you have. Seems to me that having a revival was more of a calling card to keep up with the other denominations down the road. Revival was so popular that if you weren't having it, your church apparently wasn't in the loop, or so it seemed. So, let's focus on kid ministry now. When organizing a kid's revival, how many kids this day actually know what that word even means? I mean, your normal church kids probably have heard of it and know what it means, but how about the new kids coming in, the street kids? Do you use the revival word in your lessons, in your talk, in your kid ministry often enough that they know what it means? Do you use it in your promotions? I mean, think about this. I don't hear of too many kids revivals out there anymore. But I do hear a lot about kids blitz and backyard bashes, and we even had one of those ourselves recently. Back to school services, any special event that we orchestrate for our kid ministry uh, doesn't seem to have the word revival in it, but that, that's okay. Revival is not a word that's going to draw kids today. I get that, and it probably isn't going to draw a lot of adults either. I've noticed we have turned away from using the revival word as if it's a cross to a vampire and we try to become relevant to the children of society with various terminology. What we really have been wanting lately is truly a kid's revival. That's what we really want. But we don't want to use the word revival in our promotions. Now, I'm not bashing that methodology either. I'm just stating an observation. I've been guilty of the same. There's a reason we haven't been using it. We are simply afraid that it's lost its potential. So I ask us, are we in the wrong by doing this? Is there a reason why we have navigated in this direction? Well, for one thing, using the word revival is not going to bring a revival. It's not a magical word. Removing the term revival and filling the blank with another part of grammar for a while could be beneficial. You know, absence makes a heart grow fonder type of thing. But before you stone me, I'm not advocating a ban on the word revival by no means. What I am saying, let's not force a season of a true revival just by trying to put the word out there or disguise it with a different word. It only comes when people truly do what God requires. And that's the humility, the repentance, and the turning from wicked ways. Let's keep things steady and wait just for a season. Revival does not come because we put a social media event announcement about it either. Revival does not come merely because of a bunch of groupies that decide to pull it off. A deep calling and desire will begin to emerge within the hearts of both saints and the leadership. You'll feel the stirring. You'll, you'll feel that there's something in there, something's about to happen. A calling that sets things in order and, and prepares you to be ready for something. While we are on the talking point of obsolete church words, and as a side note, how about the nearly eradicated denomination titles that's been in existence for almost 2,000 years? Name brands like Baptist, Lutherans, and so on seem to be fading into black 
with every passing decade and swiftly being replaced with a global non-denominal church brand. Churches are steering clear of denominations and sticking with the simple title of church preceded with a fresh and relevant adjective in front of it. I, we can think of a dozen of them right now, and most of them are in your own town. Adjectives are replacing denominations on the storefront. Interesting, isn't it? I'm just leaving that one out there for another monologue. But through it all, kudos out there to those who are sticking to their guns and not allowing that to take over their heritage. Now, as I approach this from another angle, back on the uh, revival thing here, I want to speak to all the revival junkies out there who still depend on this spiritual drug. I gotta have a revival. I gotta have a revival. Instead of depending on a revival, how about focusing on a personal renewal? Make a revival a personal thing with you and forget about the crowd mentality aspect that comes with the revival services. The Bible focuses on personal renewal more than a revival. David himself expressed that when he wrote, Creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. David was alone. It was his personal renewal session, his personal spark session. Now, if everyone has their own personal spark session and creates their own spark of a fire of renewal, all those sparks from all of us create that fire. It just naturally happens. Wait for it and see if I'm not right. The meaning and use of the word will return, I believe, to some degree. It will be different, and it won't be a three or four week uh, series of services either. I personally believe the next phase of revival will be very different and will arrive in an, in an unexpected manner even to the people of the church. Now, I love this next verse because it's so applicable to so many areas of our spiritual walk and it proves itself here again. And you'll probably be reminded of it when I say Isaiah 43 verse 18. God says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Real revival will return when God deems it necessary. He's going to do it a new way. And in His time and in the right season. In the meantime, He's waiting for us to spark our own personal renewal. And I believe He'll give us a heads up when it's time to happen. Meanwhile, don't worry about having revival services at old. Forget those things. Those days are over. But something new is going to happen. I want you to stay the course in your kid ministry. Now, some of you are on the verge of a genuine kids revival right now. And I don't believe you have to be in a revival with the adults to have your own kids ministry revival. I believe a kids revival can happen on its own. As a matter of fact, ours just experienced that. We had seven kids get the Holy Ghost for the first time and three baptisms in this one week. We had it on a, uh, on a three-day weekend. We did a Friday night teacher training and a Saturday uh, backyard bash with a revival, kids revival service that night, followed by another one on Sunday morning. And just those two little services generated a new birth in the kingdom of all these children. Now this monologue here that you're listening to may be your nudge to start looking and booking an active children's evangelist yourself. It might be in confirmation for you that it's time to make things happen for your kids' ministry now. As for us, we're able to go out there and just set a revival up and plan these services in our own ministry. We don't have to wait and ride on the coattails of the adult church. Remember, you and I do the planning and watering. Let God give the increase. Mm -hmm.